morning, you guys, and happy Saturday. It is Amanda and Baron with Kicking Cancer Cares back again. Good morning, Baron. How are you? Good morning. So before we get started, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Breezy HVAC. They will take care of all of your cooling and heating needs. Heating needs coming up soon. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm definitely a fall girl, winter girl. So they're your go-to for any of your heating and cooling needs. And then, of course, Odmo's Pizza, because you just can't go wrong with pizza. And pizza works all year round. All year round for all the things. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. It's always fun to be back. It is. So we'll kind of recap for last week. So the viewers, the listeners can't see this, but I am wearing my Spartan trifecta shirt. Yes, you are. Because last week we had Casey Gosh, with what us. a cool guy. Was that cool or what to yeah, meet him? Yeah, thanks for bringing him into the studio. Yeah. He was super awesome. Well, I'll tell you, when I did my first Spartan, which was, uh, let's see, that was actually four years ago. Holy cow, it was four years ago I did my first Spartan race. But I did it because I had met Casey when we did that Warrior Dash and I realized, you know, I have two legs. Yeah, I'm in my mid-50s, but I have two legs. Why don't I at least try the Spartan? Right. And and it was hard. It was a lot harder than I expected. But then I realized, you know what? Casey actually did the trifecta. And the hardest part of that is the is the 13 mile. And and for Casey, he started at sunrise and he finished at sunset. That's a long day. It's a long day. day. Well, for me, it took seven and a half hours to do the 13 mile course. Mm-hmm. And I had two legs. <laughs> right. So I knew it took Casey a long time. So I just thought it'd be really cool for you to meet Casey and, yeah. and interview him. And so just tell me your perspective of meeting this guy with no legs that does this crazy stuff. So it's crazy because had he not came in here in a wheelchair, I, I if I was just sitting at a table with him, with how confident he is, I would have had no idea that he didn't have his legs. Not only was he very confident, but um, he was really inspiring. He had the just that life is good personality and perspective. And so it was, I, I fed off of it. And it was just like, no, life's good. And it was crazy to me that um, he didn't see it as a challenge that he didn't have his legs. Like he, the impossible is only impossible if you haven't done it. And so that really stuck. Isn't that an interesting statement? Yeah, it is. It's like, well, dang it, that's pretty stinking true. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got to try harder for those things. If if you want something, you have to push yourself because, yeah, it's it's not it's only impossible because you haven't done it. Right. And um, just seeing the drive that he has. And it's like, you know, I think I'd asked him, does he see it as an obstacle? Does he, you know, does it frustrate him or anger him? Because I know that if I didn't have my legs or uh, an arm or if I was missing anything, I, I would be frustrated. I would be mad. Well, I it, would be very mad at the world, I think. I would yeah. be an angry person. When, when Casey did the Warrior Dash with us, which was May of 18, Brenda and I had this idea to start doing some workshops. So he did the first workshop with us. It was Casey and Brenda. And we had already signed up to do the Spartan, but we hadn't done it yet. Mm -hmm. And so during Casey's part of the workshop, he showed a video of the Spartan. And I had a pretty good idea of what I was actually walking into at that point. Right. But then in uh, January of 2020, right before the pandemic hit... We did another workshop here in town, and where we had it at, there was a really high ceiling. And I had seen Casey do this. He brought one of those really tall, like, 15-foot ladders he used to change light bulbs and tall ceilings. Right. 
So if you can almost imagine this, one rung at a time, he climbs this ladder, and from the top, he looks back at the crowd and says, you can rise up to whatever your challenge is in life. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to tell listeners right now that next week, we have a full-day retreat planned. Mm-hmm. You can go to our website. It's kicking-cancer.org. You can register for the retreat. It's $79 because lunch is included and five amazing speakers, but Casey's the keynote speaker. That's cool. He's he's good, too. I've really enjoyed listening to him. And like I was saying, um, he doesn't see him not having legs as an obstacle. It doesn't, and it doesn't anger him. And I, I don't know if that's because it happened when he was so young that he grew into that. And he just, he, I'm not sure. It's powerful who he is and where. Well, you know, he, he, it happened when he was six. Right. So I guess if that's the life you know. Right. And if what happened when you were, but you know, I'm 58. So if it happened now at 58, you know, I might be frustrated and mad and it would be a whole lot harder to learn Mm -hmm. what Casey does, but he just grew up doing it. But still, you know, as a little kid, that was just life. That's just what it was. It was. And so since last week, I've even used Casey as just like a, you know, he was just so powerful and motivating. And so I've, I've applied that to myself, like, Hey, you're good. You know, like. Things could be a lot worse, and, and no, this is not impossible. Yeah, you just got to work really stinking hard at it. Yeah, is all you know. Well, I, again, I would encourage the listeners if you if you want to be inspired, the retreat that we're having next Saturday is called Restore Retreat, and what we're doing is we're just taking you through trauma happens in your life, whatever that trauma is, mm-hmm. and so the first people are like how to get past that trauma with your body, your mind, your soul, but then Casey's going to actually come up and inspire you with trauma happened. Yeah. Yes. Trauma happened. Yeah. <laughs> and he battles through it every single day. Well, and he and he still lives a, what seems to be like a very normal life. He's got his wife. He's got his kids. He's, you know, he's... Yeah. But he lives I, in every day. I joked with Casey because before the pandemic, well, even now that pandemic, he goes all over the nation, motivational speaking. He did that before the pandemic. When the pandemic hit, he wasn't doing motivational speaking. And his dad owns a tire shop on Lancaster. So he went to work for his dad. I said, you know, that's not really fair, Casey, because now you're actually the same height as the tires. <laughs> when they jack him up. Yeah, and he, yeah. You know, and, and Casey just has a great sense of humor about he his does. situation. He takes it so lightly. It's like it, it's um, he's not angry about it. And hmm. it's, it's, like I said, it's inspiring. Well, I, I don't know if we told this story last week, but when— we do the Spartan race. There's this one obstacle, and I think he showed you the picture of this one obstacle. Um, it's a kind of an inverted ladder, slightly tilted. Yes, yes. And the first rung is about six or seven feet in the air. Mm-hmm. So you have to get a hold of it, flip your legs up to get a hold of the rung, and then go up and over. Well, Casey, someone boosts him to that first rung, and then he climbs up and over. But when he did the beast, that ru- that obstacle was at the 12-mile mark. Oh. You're at the very uh, of a 13 mile. So right? you're tired. You're Your legs are tired. About done. Yeah, I know. When I hit that obstacle, it was really hard to get my legs up there because my legs are just so tired. Did you do it? Did you I did do it. it. Oh, okay, but it was hard to get the legs up there. Oh, I can only imagine. You know. So Casey does it, and he's taking video to promote his speaking business. Mm-hmm. So from the top, he looks back at the camera and goes, "Guys, I am so tired. I can't feel my legs anymore." <laughs> A little jerky. Yeah. <laughs> And that's just the humor he has about yeah. his situation. No, absolutely. Uh, another thing that I took that he said is find your North Star. 
Oh, that was a good one. And so um, I've actually been talking to my husband a lot about what is our North Star? What, you know, what is our goal? Where, you know, what's our North Star? And so um, I've, you know, little things like that, they make you look at life in, in, in a different way and value it in a different way. They help you set goals overcome and achieve the impossible yeah. that's not impossible. Right, right. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. So thank you very much for bringing him in. Oh. I really enjoyed him. And Casey, if you're listening, thank you so much for coming in. And hey, for those of you that missed it, you can just go download the podcast on Apple, Spotify. You can even find it at kslm.news um, and listen to Casey's story. And, and any of our podcasts. Any of them. You and I were looking earlier that our first podcast went up way back in April. We aired our first. We aired it. But we didn't put it up until May. Right. So anyone who missed our early shows, you can go to Spotify, scroll all the way down, and the very first podcast Mm -hmm. is there. And so you can listen to our show as it has progressed over the last 20-some-odd episodes. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Very cool. So you ready to be shocked? Yes. I love my shocking information. (sighs) This one shocked me. Did it? Yeah. Because I don't feel like you're easy to shock. No, and and it, it's always <laughs> you said that like disappointingly. <laughs> well, no. only because I've been doing this for so long <laughs> that when I read something that actually shocks me, I'm like, holy crud! <laughs> right? Oh, I, oh, I guess that's you know? a good way to look. Yeah, you know? you're like I've been. I know about all of this. Um. So we talked. We talked a little bit when Brenda was on about free radicals and added sugar and some of those conversational pieces. Right. So on our on my way over here today, I stopped and took a picture of a Mountain Dew. Okay. I didn't buy it, <laughs> and you'll know why here in a second. Okay. So Mountain Dew is a very popular drink. I mean, it's my husband's favorite. It's, it was my favorite for a long, long time, mm-hmm. and they do a really good job with the flavors in it. So a couple of numbers that will make sense as we go along. For every gram of sugar, that's equal to for I'm sorry, for every four grams, that's one teaspoon of sugar. So that, okay. that number becomes critical when you're trying to evaluate added sugar. Oh, yeah. Okay? So for every four grams. For every four grams, that's one teaspoon. One teaspoon. Okay. And, and the other thing that's critical, Britta brought this up, there is natural sugar, and that will actually show up on a, on a supplement label, a nutritional label. It'll actually show sugar, but what you're looking for is added sugar. So for every, every four grams is one teaspoon. The Mountain Dew I was looking at was your typical 20-ounce Mountain Dew. Right. 77 (laughs) grams of added sugar. Okay, so let's do a little calculator here. Okay, holy smokes. (laughs) You're still in shock. Blown away. And that's why I said even this shocked me because I love Mountain Dew. And I didn't realize how much added sugar was in there. Holy smokes. Okay, break it down for me. That's 19 teaspoons of added sugar. In one drink. One drink. But here is even the more shocking part that I want to get into our discussion. Yeah. So I'm looking at the ingredient label. Number one is carbonated water. That kind of makes sense. The number two ingredient in Mountain Dew is high fructose corn syrup. That's the second ingredient? Second ingredient. Okay. Okay. And then a bunch of chemicals that I can't pronounce. Of course not. Remember what Brenda said, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it? Don't put it in your body. (laughs) Yeah. And the one that's quite a ways down, they put some citrus stuff in it, which is why I love Mountain Dew, because there's a nice citrusy taste. Yes. But there is 19 teaspoons. That's a lot. Of added sugar. That's so much. So I thought we could get into a discussion about what corn syrup 
is doing to our bodies. Okay. Are you are you game for I'm this? I'm game. All right. So uh, I brought a different book today. Okay. So this book is actually called Think and Eat Yourself Smart. Okay. And again, all these books are on our website. Go to kicking-cancer.org. Look at resources. And these books are actually under the resources tab. Uh, and the chapter I'm going to reference is actually called Sugar, the Forbidden Fruit, with a question mark after it. Okay. okay. Oh, well, I, I like with a question mark <laughs> yeah. after it. So it's, is it a forbidden fruit? Right. Right. Uh, and the point that I thought was interesting, the person that wrote this book, her name is Dr. Carolyn Leaf. She has a PhD in neuroscience, which is basically the science of how your brain works. She has also a PhD in nutrition. Okay. So she understands food and the brain and how they work together. Okay, that's kind of important what we're going to talk about. Right. Right? So she says here, God designed glucose and fructose, which... By the way, those are natural sugars. Mm-hmm. Glucose and fructose to be eaten together the way they are found in fruits and honey in small, controlled quantities and seasonally. So not all year round. Right. What we have figured out over the last hundred years or so is this stuff tastes good. Mm-hmm. Right? Tastes amazing. Right. But 150 years ago, you're on the plains, you're working your way to the Oregon Trail, and you come across some berries or a tree that's got some honey in it or whatever. You go, oh, my gosh, this tastes great. And then you move on. And then you move on, yes. (laughs) Or you get here to the Willamette Valley and you grow blackberries because they taste great. Mm -hmm. But you don't get blackberries in the winter. No. But we do now. Yes, we do. You can can go to Costco and you can get them all year round. (laughs) Yeah. So we're not consuming. Can you really? You, you can get, because you're getting them you're from... Right, yeah. Be- right? They're, you, they do them in like the greenhouses and or just, yeah. Well, and a lot of them, if you look at the labels, they're coming from South America. So North America's winter, South America's summer. Yes, okay. So it is seasonal wow. in South America. But we can put them on a boat, we can ship them to North America. So we can get this wonderful stuff all year round. That's crazy. But God designed us as people to consume this seasonally mm-hmm. and in small quantities. Okay. So with that, sorry, say, I threw you off. No, there. no, that, that <laughs> kind of sets the stage. So what I thought we'd talk about first was what what does glucose and fructose do in our body? Perfect. So glucose, um, it basically all complex carbohydrates, which is stuff that grows. Naturally, all your grains, you know, all of your natural nuts, all this stuff, that is, that's what complex carbohydrates are. Okay. So if you're eating whole grain bread, not processed bread, whole grain bread that has complex carbohydrates. Okay. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So glucose is produced mainly by the breakdown of complex carbohydrates, and then it creates energy in our body. Okay. So, again, God knew that we needed this stuff to get energy. Right. Fructose, um, it activates insulin from our pancreas to then transport the glucose to our cells. Yes. So, the fructose and glucose work together in the right quantities to give us energy. Right. But fructose by itself, it gets to our cells too fast. Mm-hmm. And, and then... We don't know how to we don't know how to process it. So by having just fructose or high fructose corn syrup, right. we're getting this stuff into our bodies way too quickly and the cells don't have time to process the energy. Oh, and like break it down and all of that. Right. Okay. Right. Does does that all make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm following. Okay. 
Um, You're teaching me though good. right now. Well, and, and <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the truth. I sat for like an hour this afternoon making sure I understood this well enough to tell you about right. it. So, uh, <laughs> um, but what has happened now is that we've processed sugars like high fructose corn syrup. The, um, they put these carefully controlled wired for love signals into disarray. So fructose. Um, Glucose gives us energy. Fructose hits a part of our brain that says, this tastes really good. They're like the pleasure says of our brain. Give me more. Right, give me more. Yeah. But if you're getting high fructose corn syrup, it it throws that wiring out of whack, right? Mm-hmm. It's, you're getting too much of it at the wrong time, but because it tastes good, the pleasure center goes, give, give me some me. more. Yeah. Okay. Um, so drinking fructose, like the Mountain Dew we were just talking about, drinking fructose, on the other hand, continues to stimulate the brain's appetite and reward areas, and the participants do not report feeling full. That could be dangerous. Does that make sense? So then you're just overloading your body with it continuously over and over and over. So there's a a part of your brain that actually tells you you're full. Mm -hmm. And if you sit down and you just eat a meal and you go— I think mine's broken. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a good thing Terry's not here with us because I know his is broken. (laughs) But but our brain tells us you've had enough to eat. Right. And then we're supposed to stop eating. But this fructose blocks that part of your brain. And so you go, this tastes really good. I just keep eating. I keep mm-hmm. eating. I keep eating. But your brain's not, t- even though you're full, your brain's not telling you you're full. Yeah. So that's that whole rewiring our brain. Yeah, I feel right? like I have that exact issue, and I'm not even kidding. I well, will keep going. It's disgusting. You're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. So I'm going to read that again because it was intriguing. Drinking fructose. So again, go back to the Mountain Dew, which had high fructose corn syrup. Drinking fructose continues to stimulate the brain's appetite and reward areas, and the participants, the people in this study, did not report feeling full. That's crazy. They even said they could easily have carried on eating and drinking more. Now imagine how a soda with high fructose corn syrup can confuse the brain and lead to overeating. Yeah. Really quick. Yeah. On top of the 19 teaspoons of sugar. Yeah. Jeez. So, you know, for me, again, before I started this whole journey five or six years ago, I'd go to... Applebee's, and I'd order a meal. Well, one of the hard things for me is spending $2.79 on a drink, a soda, Yes, right? Agreed. So it's like, for crying out loud, I got to get a refill because I just spent... <laughs> I just spent two seventy nine. I gotta have a refill. I thought you were gonna go with. So I get water. Well, I do now. <laughs> I do now. But you know, I love I love the taste of Mountain Dew. Yeah. And my husband, I pack him a Mountain. Dew. I don't personally drink it, but my husband, I pack him one every stinking day for lunch. Well, and I think that Mountain Dew does an amazing job of marketing to youth. Mm-hmm. And they've come out with all these different varieties. You got red, you got orange, you got black, you've got all these choices. There's even mango. Yeah. There's a mango one. I have it at my house. <laughs> like years ago, there was one choice. That's it. Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. But now you got red, black, you know, yeah. all these choices of Mountain Dew. They are one of the probably the best marketing companies out there. And they're marketing to that younger generation. The do, the do. Do the do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they show like guys skateboarding. The skateboarding and the snowboarding and the all I'm this really cool stuff. And I'm cool and I'm hip. And yeah. Yeah. And so the other part it talks in here about is it says, um, oops, wrong page. It says it makes 
economic sense for food corporations to use high fructose corn syrup. Because they want to keep having more of their product? Well, and you and I have talked about the fact that, you know, they, they subsidize corn farmers. Mm-hmm. And one of our listeners actually sent us a message after that episode, and he told me that he had driven from uh, Chicago on a trade. It was on a train from Chicago all the way to Denver where he lived. It was 19 hours, and all he saw that whole time was cornfields. Really? For 19 hours. Jeez. Because between That's Chicago so and Denver, you've got all that open cornfield. That's so much corn That's a lot for of corn. 19 hours on a train. But he had heard our show, which, by wow. the way, Bruce, thanks for listening. <laughs> but he said, he said, I know exactly what you guys are talking about because I saw corn for 19 the whole, hours. Yeah. The whole way. So we've subsidized corn farmers, and they're using it to feed our cows. We talked about that. Yep. Well, they're using it to put in food. Because economically, as a food corporation, it makes sense to use high. It's so cheap to it's get cheap. it. It's, it's cheap. It's cheap to get and there's, it. There's not a shortage. Right. It's everywhere. So Dr. Lee says it makes economic sense for food corporations to use high fructose corn syrup. It does not make biological sense for us to consume high fructose corn syrup. No. So well, there's my shocking information. Yeah, I'm glad I don't drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> I, I stay away from pop in general. Um, it just, even my husband, every once in a while, he'll take a drink and be like, whew, that burned? It's like, that's not a good sign. <laughs> right. Like. If it's going to burn, it should be alcohol, not Mountain Dew. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> How does that even, okay, I mean, to each their own. If that burn get, does it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... That's crazy, and I bet cutting things like that out would make a huge difference. Well, I know that in my health journey, one of the first things I worked hard to cut out was sugar, and I think I lost 10 pounds by just cutting sugar out of my diet. Yeah, I um, went on a little weight loss journey a few months ago, and I lost, gosh, 45 pounds in, in four months from cutting out sugar and most of my carbs. Mm-hmm. And I felt good. My knees and ankles no longer hurt like they the used to. Because the sugar is causing inflammation. It was the bizarrest thing. It was like, wow, my knee, it doesn't hurt to just... And it, I would wonder, like, I mean, maybe I'm I'm a little heavier, but I'm not that much heavier where it, my knees and ankles should hurt like this. Right. And now I don't have that issue anymore. Right. Because you've got the sugar out and sugar's yes. causing inflammation. Yes. And I actually just started, um, I ordered Juice Plus. So. Which we can talk about more about that after the break, right? Yes. Yes, we can. So we still have two minutes left. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that. So I'm super excited for that journey. And just um, all the way around, the, the, all the information you've brought us, not just me, but our listeners, they've they've helped me. They've encouraged me. And they, I'm trying to apply everything I can to my own life, you know, without, I mean, I'm naughty every once in a while with my food. Who's not? Let's be honest. Remember a few episodes ago, 70-30 rule. Yes. 70-30 rule. 70-30 rule. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm doing better with my self-care and it's, it's, I feel better already. And I still have a lot of steps to take and make and uh, changes, but... Overall, I'm pretty excited. Well, I like what Danny Warren said at the little seminar you and I went to. She says it's, it's about taking one simple step, one step at a time, mm-hmm. right? 
um, and we can get more into my own personal Juice Plus journey, but it is amazing. When you get your body back into what they call homeostasis, which is the state it's supposed to be in, mm -hmm. how you crave different things. And I'll just tell you some of my own personal cravings after the break. But it's amazing when you get all this stuff out mm -hmm. and bring the right stuff in, Yeah. how your body just responds differently. Well, and how it's just crazy with just simple foods that how they're like, a, it's medicine. Mm -hmm. It's a natural form of medicine. And it's just like, wow, I wish I would have started this a lot earlier. And that's why I, I had somebody, because I told them that I did Juice Plus Mac, but you're so young. And it's like, <laughs> that's the time to start. Right. Is when you're young. Right. So that when I get older, this isn't a thing. Don't wait till you're broken to start. Exactly. So I'm really excited. I'm Woman, excited for you. Let's give a shout out to our sponsors really quick before we go to break. So again, Breezy HVAC, if you guys need any cooling or heating needs, they're they're your guys' go-to. That's Breezy HVAC and Oddmost Pizza. Because, um, you know, you just can't go wrong with pizza. Can't go wrong with pizza. Sticks. No. You know, I mean, I know we're sitting here promoting good health, but there's that 30-70 that well, they 70-30. Also, they also have some really good options when it comes to healthy pizzas, too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just skip over those they have, a, they have a cauliflower crust that's really good. Do they really? We'll talk about that, too. Oh, yum. Okay. <laughs> oh, we need to go to break. I'm hungry. <laughs> 